The biggest thing is that our clients get their problem solved. And that's just about listening ear to the ground in your Facebook community, on calls with people, on coaching calls, if you've got yourself doing it, or if you've got other coaches, listening to the problems. And you will they're everywhere in your client base right now. Just listen, you will find tons of them. You're listening to the Merged Marketing Podcast with me, Jason Hunt. The mission with this show is to discuss all things marketing, sales, and mindset. It's my hope for entrepreneurs like you to get the most from your efforts so that you can focus on what you do best. Let's go. Hey guys, this is episode 115 of the Merged Marketing Podcast. And today we're talking about the vital four questions you need to ask to make more money in your business. My guest on this episode is Stephen Summers. Stephen is a co-founder and CEO of a company called Grow My Reach and has developed a promotional system that any online business can use to scale and grow instantly. In this episode, we're going to dive into these four questions, which you might find uh, or seem a bit obvious, but at its core, they really are not because typically these four questions are not top of mind for entrepreneurs on a daily basis. And this episode, I'm hoping that these questions are brought to the forefront and help you get out of the weeds of the business and into the clouds where you're working more on the business than in the business. We're going to talk about a book called The One Thing, which has resonated with Stephen and myself. Uh, it, it talks about focusing on the things that really matter in your business and pushing away some of those tasks or those mundane things that you do in your business down the priority list or over to somebody that's maybe even more capable to do those tasks for you. We're also going to talk about the importance of living in your calendar. You're going to want to listen to this entire episode. It's one of my favorites to be completely transparent with you. It was a great conversation, but without further ado, let's kick it to my chat with Stephen Summers. Stephen, welcome to the show. What an honor to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really looking forward to getting into everything you have for us today. Awesome. And Stephen's coming to us all the way from Wexford, Ireland. That's right. I got that right, right? Wexford? You got that in one, my friend. That's excellent. Yes. Little town, awesome. Ireland, little fishing village, not the center of e-commerce or internet business, but we're looking to put it on the map for that at the moment. You know, it doesn't really matter anymore where you are in the world to run an e-commerce business, does it? That's the beauty of it all, isn't it? It's uh, really exciting times for everybody in some, obviously not great times in some ways over the last couple of years, but exciting times overall, I, I would have to say. Definitely. Now, now, first and foremost, you know, what led you down the path, Stephen, to become the co-founder and CEO of Grow My Reach? Yeah, so uh, I'm part of a number of different businesses and the company that I'm really well known for now uh, would be Marketplace Superheroes that I co-founded with my business partner, Robert Rickey, who's also involved in Grow My Reach, just in a, in a lesser capacity. Uh, and really what we did there was we taught people and still do teach people how to build a business selling their own branded products on Amazon all over the world. And we took that from literally just no email list, no audience, nothing to where it is today. It's an eight figure yearly business now at this point in time. And it doesn't just comprise a course, it comprises a lot more elements. And the reason that we've, we're building Grow My Reach now is because we took a singular course, uh, teaching people that, that how to build a business on Amazon, but we transformed it into an entire business. And so we have a freight company, we have a software division, we've got services all for Amazon sellers. And it all came from this idea that you can take something and bring an audience to, into play who have a common problem 
and then create a lot of different products, services, and offers to solve various different problems for those people, and then connect a marketing campaign system that basically enables you to educate people and also offer different products and services to those people on a consistent basis. And we call that basically a perpetual launch where you're always launching something, but it doesn't feel like a launch in maybe the traditional internet sense. It just means like you are on a consistent basis offering different products and services to solve problems for your audience. And so that's how I have it, what's led me to this point. I mean, I can give the background to the methodology and all as we, as we get on today, but certainly I wouldn't be sitting here today had I not basically had to cobble together all this information from loads of different speakers into a system that worked for us and our company. And now we want to take that system, show it to other business owners and show them how to grow their business really quickly without necessarily needing any new clients or anything like that. Although that is a plus, you don't have to, you can literally use the clients you have now to grow is the big thing. Let's talk about your avatar there and, and the, the ideal target audience that you're after and that problem that you're, that you have the solution for. Yeah. For, from grow my reach perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So the, the company that I'm going after is a company like marketplace superheroes where they teach some kind of skill or they have a service of some kind. Usually it's coaches, consultants is like the, the cliched thing. A lot of people say course creators are another big audience that we're interested in as well. But also like, I mean, I run different types of companies and it works for accountants as much as it would work for a financial advisor, but basically anybody who helps somebody achieve a specific result. And that result generally gives the other person a return on investment of some kind. So again, teach them how to build a business on Amazon, teach them how to do this, teach them how to do that. But obviously a return on investment at the other end. Not that this methodology cannot work for you if you're, let's say, in the fitness industry. It absolutely can work for you. It's just, it's a different conversation. Um, it's the same system, just a little bit of different conversation in terms of price points and things like that. So you're talking to a coach or consultant and getting them over to Amazon. No, 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 not at all. Uh, no, apologies if that's what you thought. No, no, no. So I'm simply saying that I built up Marketplace Superheroes, a business that teaches people to sell on Amazon. And, and in doing that, I created this gotcha. whole process. So yeah, so we're really working with people who are, as you mentioned, coaches, consultants, and course creators. And we're saying, look, if you just have a course or if you just have one thing in your business, let me show you a promotional system you can implement and you can instantly grow your company by offering various different products and services to your existing and to your, to your existing buyers and to your non-buyers as well. Got you. Thanks for clarifying that, Stephen. Sure. Uh, let's get right into it. The four vital questions that every business needs to know in order to generate more money. What's the first question? Yeah, well, the first thing you have to look at is... Um, the key thing you mentioned it is look at your avatar. Look at who you're looking to sell to. And it feels very marketing 101, but a lot of people don't do that. They don't think about the person and the transformation that they're looking to help somebody achieve in their life or in their business. And, and the reason that it's so important is because it, it directly feeds into the next question, which is what problems do I solve for that person? And again, that sounds so basic. But most business owners, myself included, for a long time, didn't bother ask those questions. Why? Because they feel basic. They feel like they're of no real use. Whereas when you go all in and say, who is this avatar? What age are they? Where do they live? What's their job right now? Then you start moving into, you know, 
what is their main goal in life right now? Like, do they, in Marketplace Superheroes case, our Amazon teaching platform, we would have looked at people and said, well, they want to quit their job. Maybe they want to build money for their retirement. They want to build a business they can pass on to their children. And you get really detailed in that. And the reason that that's so important is because it really moves you into the second step, step of what problems am I solving? Because in our case, with Marketplace Superheroes, again, looking at that as a good example, it's like, well, am I trying to help someone quit their job? Am I trying to help them build for their retirement? What am I helping this person do? And then, and then when I present them with a solution, which is the third piece, what solutions have I got to those problems? Then obviously we start to pick up on a lot of opportunities in a business, which is the fourth piece. So what can I offer them? So that's essentially what we're doing all the time in every business that I have created, in every business we help people uh, now grow through Grow My Reach. That's what we're always doing. And what's fascinating about this is when you truly ask the question, what problems do they have? How can I solve those problems? We went from a singular course teaching people how to sell on Amazon to eventually owning a freight company that, that is operates in the US, Canada, Australia, UK. Never thought we were going to build a freight business. But that's what our audience told us to do because it was the problem they had. It wasn't being solved by other people. And on we went. And obviously that is doing really well now. I, mean, we were, I think we're going to ship about six or seven million units this year, you know, as, as, it's, as it stands. You know, we should do that this year. So, so that's the power of that. I think as well that a lot of business owners, especially if you have a course, for example, or a singular coaching program, they don't go deep enough with their, with their clients as well. And even their non-clients. So what do I mean by that? Well, let's say you're going down through these four questions and you identify, well, one of the problems of my audience is, I'll pick a random example, and they don't know how to close sales over the phone, just to pick a simple example. You're working with people, that's one of the things they need to be able to do. Like you can make so many different offers at so many different price points to your existing clients who will happily pay for that in addition to what they've already bought from you when you go deep and you laser focus in on that thing. Now, does that mean your your, your main offer doesn't solve that problem? No, no, no. It, it doesn't mean that at all. It means that a certain subsect of your audience, they have this really specific problem within the big problem you solve, and they would happily spend more time with you to go and solve that. So we have done we've done things like that in, in numerous ways at Marketplace Superheroes, applying this model. We we've we've I think we've solved I can't find a product on Amazon about 15 different ways and through this process of identifying these problems, identifying solutions and putting a marketing campaign around that where over the year we're consistently making offers to our buyers and non-buyers. That's how we've grown our company so, so much over the last few years. I'd like to unpack how you kind of came to the epiphany or the idea of going down that direction of a freight company. So I think a lot of business owners yeah. might be thinking like, okay, that's, that, that's great, Stephen, but how do I find out what that is? Is there sure. certain things I need to do? Do I need to ask my cu best customers? Like maybe explore that a bit. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So there's many different ways. Some people like to survey their clients, so they might jump on a short phone call with maybe, as you mentioned, their top clients or, or a different subsect of clients. So maybe 10, 15 different people. And there are some are beginners, some are a little bit more advanced. So you can do a cross section. For us, though, we didn't really have to do that because we spend a lot of time streaming and sharing more information to our audience we spend a lot of time in our Facebook community where we solve people's problems. And now we've moved into Slack as well. And we just saw people were consistently coming up with 
I'm really finding it difficult to ship my products from China to the US, to Canada, to wherever. And so we just knew it was a major problem. And certainly they were solving that by getting a freight forwarder, or we would recommend a freight forwarder. But the problem was in that particular instance that the solutions that were out there just weren't good enough for that small niche group of people being people who wanted to sell on Amazon, private label, but a very specific business model. So we just saw an opportunity to come in and say, well, look, instead of us recommending all people to lots of different freight forwarders, why don't we just build our own freight business? And now that's not something I'd recommend to everybody. And if you come in and learn how to build a perpetual launch in your business, I'm not saying you're going to build a freight company. I'm just saying that's a solution that presented itself as we started looking at our client base and we chose to pursue that solution. Equally, you might say, well, I'm going to go find a great partner in that space and find a way to split some, some profit. We're doing that right now. So just to give you a practical example, uh, we actually talked to some of our audience about cryptocurrency in one of our businesses. And so what, what we did there was we found the best person out there who was a CPA in the US who can basically do end of year accounts and stuff like that for people in the crypto space. Very big problem in that space because people, it's a new area. People are very worried they're going to get it wrong, all of that. And so we saw, well, you know how to provide this solution to people. We have a whole bunch of people with this problem. What a great thing. Just connect to those things together. And because he doesn't know how to get more clients into his business, we have a natural synergy there. So we can take some of the win. He gets some of the win. But the biggest thing is that our clients get their problem solved. And that's just about listening ear to the ground in your Facebook community, on calls with people, on coaching calls, if you've got yourself doing it, or if you've got other coaches, listening to the problems. And you will they're everywhere in your client base right now. Just listen. You will find tons of them, you know? Real quick, guys. Are you an entrepreneur, a small business owner, a marketing director that's wearing way too many hats? You find yourself doing too many different types of jobs within the business and allocating your attention everywhere. There's a good chance if you're doing this, you're a jack of all trades, master of none. This is exactly why Merged Media exists. We're your one-stop digital shop, your outsourced CMO. We take care of all of those digital marketing tasks all under one roof including Google ads, search engine optimization, social media marketing, and website optimization. We're all collaborating together under one roof at Merged Media. And if you think there might be a good fit for us to work with you, I want you to go on over to merged.ca and book your discovery call today. That's merged.ca. I love that. I love it. And in terms of business owners out there that are, are th does this apply? I mean, these vital four questions, they uh, apply to every single business out there yeah. under the sun, right? It, it's, it's simple. It's, it's having the avatar, what problems exist, what solutions do you have and what offer can you provide to yeah. that audience? Um, can, yeah. Yeah. If you may, can you expand a bit on one that? point there? Sorry to cut you off. No. Jay. I want to pick no up worries. on one point though. That's important because I, I got this wrong for a long time. The third point that we have there, which is looking at the different solutions you have, you also may want to create a solution like that as well, or find someone who has the solution like I just talked about and bring that in. A lot of times as entrepreneurs, especially if you're a coach, consultant, or small business, we sometimes think I have to be able to do that or someone on my team be able to do that in order to be able to provide that. 
And what I have learned over the last number of years now is that in order to grow outside of what you're doing, a lot of times it's going to be about finding someone who has a solution and bringing them in. And that's something that's a big opportunity in a lot of businesses. I just don't see a lot of people going after that, you know? I love what you just said there because it really touches on the next point that I want to discuss. And that's finding the time to allocate to do all of these things. Because, you know, uh, I'm a I'm I'm definitely a product of the shiny thing passing by, capturing my attention and taking me away from the task that I really need to focus on. I'm sure a lot of entrepreneurs out there feel that way. Um, so and I think you're touching on a really good point here, Stephen, and that's delegating, right? And well, it's yeah. finding somebody who is that right puzzle piece to fit yeah. in there so you can go and focus on what you need to be focusing in on. Do you have any yeah. hacks around figuring out where to allocate that focus? Yeah, well, let's talk about delegation, first of all, actually, because I think it's an important one. Um, so I, what I have found, so we've now like 10,000 clients or whatever in Marketplace Superheroes, that business, right? And so whenever I look at new businesses we're going to create, I try to find really good people who are already clients of mine who are looking for an opportunity. And and, cause, and I'm kind of lucky in, in, an, in this, really in a way I'm lucky because I have all these people that I have access to who I've educated over the last few years who, who have almost indoctrinated into my way of thinking, Robert's way of thinking. So that's one hack that I've used, go to my existing client base, find really good people and then say, hey, let's do a deal where you get a percentage of the profit of this thing. I just want you to basically do a lot of the, the doing of it and I'll I'll mentor you through the process and stuff like that. So that's something I actively do. I'm going to be documenting a lot of that more actually as we go forward on our uh, new YouTube channel. We're building just for that. Um, so that's one thing I'll say. Also, when it comes to time, yeah, like, I mean, I used to spend a lot of time thinking about this and now I, my system is quite simple. I look at what am I looking to achieve? I then look at, well, what do I need to do weekly to make that happen over the year to make that happen? And I used to write all this down. Somehow now I can just do it in my head. I know where I have to go and what I have to do. And I also have an assistant who helps keep me on track. Not everybody can have an assistant, but I, I'm fortunate in that way. So I, I think if you're, if you're a little bit less experienced in order to get this right, you've got to start using your calendar really wisely and start time blocking on your calendar, different things that you're looking to achieve. And so one of the things that was helpful to me that I just do naturally now is something called business meditation. So business meditation is when you sit down for even 15, 20 minutes in a day and just sit there and think for a little while, because most people don't take the time to think they're either doing way too much or they're consuming way too much. Whereas if you can sit there and think for a little bit, you can have some great insights. Another thing I recommend, in addition to business meditation, is take even another 30 minutes of your week and ask yourself a simple question. What's the one thing I can do now that makes everything else easier or irrelevant? That's from the book, The One Thing, by the way, by Gary Keller. It's not my, my content, but it's a great question. It's the focusing question. So when you have that bit, little bit of business meditation, and you start putting things into your calendar and time blocks, and when you also start going, what's the one thing I got to do now that makes it easier or irrelevant? You'll start picking the big dominoes that'll knock things down. A lot of business owners, they say they're overwhelmed. What's overwhelmed mean? Overwhelm is too many things to do with no criteria as to what I should do first. So by doing things like this, you start to build in criteria. You start to see, oh yeah, that's the big thing I've got to get done. Let me start there. And, and they're all little elements that I've brought together into my productivity system. 
I, I, I love everything you just said there, Stephen. And, and, and a lot of our listeners would have heard a lot of the things you just talked about in the past because it's so important for entrepreneurs to get to that next level. And that is, you know, focusing on the one thing. I love that book. One of my favorite books. Everything, yeah. I, everything I do in the business is all kind of gravitates toward focusing on those one thing, the one thing that really matters most at that given moment, right? Yeah. Um, and you talk about, uh, I like that business meditation, just taking, you know, 20 to 30 minutes just to think about the business, working on the business, not in the business, right? Yes. Getting out of the weeds and getting to the clouds, right? And yeah. you're right. I think a lot of entrepreneurs don't take time to do that or remember to do that. And circling back to something else you said there is maybe even penciling in 30 minutes in your Google calendar every single week to ensure that you are spending that time to do that business meditation can yeah. do wonders for your business and your mindset. That's it. And if it doesn't go in the calendar, it's not going to happen, right? Because, you know, there's a lot of people who are going to take your time and ask, do you have a minute and all the rest. Whereas when it's in the calendar, it's as important as picking up the kids from school. You know, uh, you shouldn't you shouldn't forget to do that. Right. So it's a similar similar idea that it's as important as something like that. Like even in my own life, from a personal level, working out is important to me to keep myself uh, feeling good, energy, all of that. And there's been times where when I didn't time block it, the day gets swept away. Whereas when it gets into the calendar, it's time blocked. It's in that calendar now. Uh, my assistant knows there's nobody getting in at that time. If you don't have an assistant, it doesn't matter. You be your own assistant. There's nobody else getting in at that time, you know? Definitely. Um, that's awesome. I, I do want to ask a question on how you are leveraging your assistant. How are you, how are you, what kind of tasks do you delegate to your assistant? Um, how do you lean on that person to, to be the most effective you can be? So a few years, you know, a lot of people like Calendly and uh, schedule once and things like that, right, to manage your calendar. I do like them. They're really useful. But what I found was I wasn't my day as an entrepreneur, like there's a lot of different things happening and, and things move quickly. Right. So I found it really difficult to hand out those links and just say to people, hey, pick a time on my pick a time for my life that suits you. Right. Like that was a, a challenging thing. But it's also required. So what I what the one of the big things Tracy helps me with is I, I don't give out my calendar link. She has my calendar link. She knows what my times are. She does actually work with people to pick a time that suits. And that sounds like an almost like an old system of like you know bottle like a bottleneck. I just find it's it was it's really good because she knows what's going on. She knows what's happening. And so that's one of the big things she does. She coordinates a lot of my meetings and stuff like that. Uh, another thing she does is she'll book flights for me, stuff like that. Um, she will also, I mean, she does a lot of things. I'm just thinking through all the stuff she does now. So she'll book flights, she'll arrange hotels, things like that, which again is really important because if you're busy as an entrepreneur, like you sitting there and trying to find the cheapest flight, quote unquote, is such a waste of money. Like it's crazy. Like right? mm. you're, you could be doing so much not better things because that sounds demeaning it's not that way you could just be doing more productive things for your business rather than doing that so so things like that i, I tend to delegate and really anything that pays me pays less than what i earn from an hour of my time in my business that's what i look to get across to her which is most things by the way i mean honestly so, so she spends a lot of time coordinating my life coordinating everything and uh and that's been great you know uh, like, I mean, now when I, when I speak to earlier stage entrepreneurs, I sometimes forget, and I know it sounds like whatever, like a bit of a whatever, but I sometimes forget, like, I've got such a good system going now, 
and people are like going, oh, well, would you be like around tomorrow at two o'clock? And I'm just like, I actually don't know. <laughs> Talk to Tracy. She'll tell you if I'm around at two o'clock. Even my wife, I say, speak to Tracy about dates for things in the future, which some people might think is extreme, but she's able to arrange that way better than I am. Because I don't know about you, uh, Jay, but whenever I um, look at anything that is like, you know, admin, my heart sinks to the floor and I feel palpitations almost immediately. So I just try to keep away from that stuff because it is not my strong suit at all. No, it's, it's good that you recognize that because I think it's those admin tasks that forces a lot of entrepreneurs in the burnout. You know what I mean? They, they yeah. know they're spending time on something that's monotonous and tedious, but they could be, that time could be better spent doing things that are going to move that pendulum forward. Right. Um, yeah. that's a, that's a yeah. great point. And, and, you know, full disclosure, I give my wife, my Calendly link. I do use Calendly and she has a link to book into my calendar. Um, yep. because I, I'm, I am a slave to my Google calendar. Like if it's not in there, Same I'm not here. doing it. Right. So, yeah. um, I love the, I love the, the play on getting the assistant kind of, you know, humanizing the whole, um, appointment setting, uh, with those prospects as well, which I think is, is important. And I know what you mean about the Calendly link. I just ask what I typically do with the calendar link is I'll go out there and be like, Hey, uh, I'm available at this time and this time on, on Wednesday, if those times don't work for you, here's my link. So it gives them the option. Right. And I, I actually ask for their link ahead of my link now, because I can mm. see theirs. If I can mm. see their times, I know we can easily match them up. So I mm. usually ask for their time these days, which mm. is almost counter, but it makes sense for the way my time works, you know, hundred percent, hundred percent. Cool. Uh, I want to switch lanes for a quick second here, Stephen, sure. and talk about, how you are marketing your own business? How are you a mar How are you are marketing Grow My Reach, uh, Marketplace Superheroes? How, what do you find are the best avenues for uh, getting those businesses out there? Yeah, well, Grow My Reach is a very new business, and, and that methodology is going to be very simple. Um, that's going to be mostly uh, like a Facebook ads, YouTube ads type of situation because. I suppose, you know, it's easy enough to target the types of people we want to in that business, like course creators, coaches, consultants, people, people like that. So that's, and I'm very confident in, I can guarantee anybody a result in that business. As long as they have people on their email list who are buyers, I can guarantee them a result. I just know what, I know what I can do for a business owner. So in that way, I know I can utilize ads very quickly because it's not going to take a lot for me to not that it's going to be easy to get clients, but but it's like if I I'm going to basically say to you, tell you what, Jay, right? I'll I will uh, double your business. Let's just say I'll double your business in the next year, or you don't have to pay anything. You know, it's like I I can when I know the numbers in a business like that, I can I can make that type of a, a you know a guarantee. Let's say so that that'll be easy enough because it'll be a higher ticket, put a lot of advertising out, and obviously then work in that in that way. Marketplace superheroes, much more established business, has a lot of avenues. We obviously use Facebook ads, of course. But we use Facebook ads a little bit differently to a lot of companies. You know, I've never really found that the, the stuff that we do gets a quick return off of Facebook ads. I find that it usually takes people a few months to learn more about the opportunity, learn why it's something they want to do. And off the back of that, then they go ahead and become a client. So there's like a, a lag time for people to become a client. So what we did now is uh, we actually just use um, Facebook for more of a lead generation. So we'll bring them into something like an Amazon success kit. It's like a free a free offer, teaches them the basics of Amazon. And from there, then we have what we call a KLT funnel at the back of that, a no like trust funnel, which is an email funnel that goes for about 
um, 15 days or something like that and just introduces them to us, to our business, gives them a lot of free content, starts to build a little bit of KLT because that is the most important thing in a business. I, I just know that now more than ever. So, so that's how we use Facebook. Uh, we use other channels. We use Facebook in other ways too. Like we have a Facebook group for our buyers and stuff, which I'll get to. Uh, but specifically for non-buyers I'm talking about right now, getting people into the business. YouTube ads, similar situation to Facebook ads. We're a lot newer to YouTube ads, but it's something that we're very confident will likely do better than Facebook ads in the shorter term, just because we can target people on placements or we can target them on specific topics, keywords. So it's a more, it's easier High to- intent. Intent. High intent, yeah. Much easier, as you know, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and I know you guys know that well in your company. So so that's that's a big one. Uh, moving on from there, then what else we do? Joint, joint ventures, big part of our business. So, you know, somebody has an audience that does complimentary to us. We'll do a webinar for them, things like that. Build a lot of people from there. We, we do some joint ventures on the other way too, where we work with people who provide information that we can't provide. Uh, that's another way. It's, it's a huge way. Uh, joint, and again, as Jay Abraham would call it, it's like, you know, relational capital, relational capital. It's a hugely important underutilized resource, resource in most businesses. The problem with it is that there's, again, a big lag or lead time to build those kinds of deals. But like we've had some partners like Stefan James, Tatiana James, fellow Canadians, by the way, uh, who've got great YouTube channels. And two of those people like revolutionized their business because they didn't want to have a course on Amazon, yet they taught people all about Amazon on their YouTube channel. So we were a partner and it was fantastic for us. So again, even one or two or three big, great affiliates or proper, proper partners can change your whole business for, for many years. Uh, so that's the third one. Um, and I'm from there. There's many other things like going on podcasts and stuff like that that we do. We love to do all of that. Uh, but they're, they're the main areas, you know, from joint ventures, podcasting, Facebook ads, YouTube ads uh, are, the, are the main things that we did there. And then just social posting and stuff like that. I love it. It's uh, definitely a lot of synergies, Stephen, to, to the way Merge runs our business as well. And uh, and we could probably talk here for a few hours about the, <laughs> the tactics and marketing strategies. Um but uh, that could be for another time and day. I'd, sure. I'd like to thank you for joining us on the podcast today and, and let our listeners know what's the best way they can get in touch with you. Yeah, well, look, if you are what we were talking about earlier on, you're a course creator, a coach consultant, uh, the best thing to do is go over to growmyreach.com. You can get a free, uh, just free information on there just to teach you what I was talking about today in a lot more detail. So you can understand the perpetual launch, what that would look like in, in your business potentially. Even if you buy nothing from me ever, that one class is going to get it into your head and you're going to understand how to grow your business quickly uh, as long as you have clients and non-clients. And I'd say if you're interested in Marketplace Superheroes, you want to go and check that out. Uh, just to look at how we do things or indeed if you're interested in selling on Amazon, go and check MarketplaceSuperheroes.com or go over on YouTube and do the same thing. Loads of videos on there we continue to make for that business. Awesome. Stephen, we end every episode with the same question. That question is this. If you could choose one person dead or alive to represent your brand, who would it be and why? Yeah, I think for me now it would have to be um, a guy called Mark Ford uh, because he uh, many people probably don't know him. He's also known as Michael Masterson. He wrote Ready, Fire, Aim, uh, that book. And there's just a reason I, I'd like him to, I'd like him to come in is because he's just so damn knowledgeable. He might represent the brand or I might just take him aside and take his brain and ask him everything he knows about growing businesses. But if you've not read Ready, Fire, Aim, go and read it. It's a life-changing business book. Awesome. Stephen Summers, thank you so much for joining today. And we'll be talking to you again soon. 
Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Merged Marketing Podcast. I truly appreciate it and would love it if you went over to your podcast platform and gave us a subscribe so you never miss an episode. Also, if you think the Merged Marketing Podcast is a good fit for somebody else, like your business partner or your spouse, just go on over and give this episode a share. I'd love it if you would share the wealth of knowledge and value that I'm bringing to you and share it to other people. That would be amazing. Again, thank you so much for listening. Don't set up for good. Be great. We'll see you soon.